Episode 97, Three Weight Loss Shot Mistakes to Avoid. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this episode started. Hello, ladies. All right, the shots. It's the talk of the century these days, right? Are they all around you? Listen, I know all about them. Us obesity medicine doctors saw them coming years before they came, waited for them, and now they're kind of trickling out. And here's what I'm seeing. Have you guys noticed this? Have you started to see the social media people who look way skinny now? Yeah. That's usually the shots. I'm not going to name names, but there were many celebrities during COVID that I was like, for sure, that person had weight loss surgery. Like, I think Kelly Osbourne's the only one who came out and said she did. But I'm like, that person for sure had weight loss surgery. And now on top of it, some of them are adding on the shots. And those are the people who are getting scary skinny, ladies. <laughs> right? It's a lot of overload of eating nothing going on. So I want to share with you today that that may not be the experience you're seeing everywhere, but I think they are growing hugely in popularity. I've talked about them a few times previously on the podcast, but I want to help you all consider the really what I think will be the biggest things coming forward with the weight loss shots as an obesity medicine physician. And certainly if you're considering starting them, or if you have a friend who is on them, a family member who's on them, please take a good listen to this podcast episode, because there's some things that are coming up that are different about these shots. And I think inherently in those, you need to know the mistakes to avoid and the things you need to consider before you even start them. Because here's the truth, ladies, this is not the first go round of medicine and weight loss. I love when new weight loss things come out in the medical field because I love new research. I think the more the medical field can associate us with better weight loss results, the more we help improve health. We just know that. Most of the leading diseases in the United States have to do with increased risks with increased weight. I did a body positivity podcast episode a few months back where I talked about not everyone who's in the overweight or obese category does end up with obesity related diseases, things like heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol. There's so many diseases linked to our weights, ladies, even to the level of like arthritis, depression. It's just everywhere. Some people don't, but the vast majority of people do. And it is the number one predictor for that. So we can't deny that any form of weight loss helps improve our health. But the tools that we choose to create weight loss ultimately determine how we get there and what we live like when we live there. And I think oftentimes we jump on the bandwagon of these new things because they are the quote unquote new magic pill, right? And by that, I mean, they seem easy. They seem like, oh, people are getting skinny. I could do that. I don't have to change much. It just will lead to amazing weight loss. Sell me it. And that is what the diet industry has done for a long time. I hate to put medicine into the diet industry, but let's be honest, ladies. 
Weight Watchers just added the medications to their policies. Noom is talking about adding the medications to their policies. So we're seeing a lot of medicine getting in bed with diet culture here. And I think how you determine your plan and what tools you are choosing, especially if you're considering starting the shots, will ultimately determine your results. And I want to help you with what mistakes to avoid to begin with. So let's go back a little bit historically here, right? I was on FinFin right when I turned 18. That was one of our first big trends. What came out down the pike? Heart issues, valvular heart issues. So half of FinFin got dropped, the other half stayed on as Fentramine. I've been on Fentramine many times, been there, done that. Then we came up with Contrave, right? Which is Wellbutrin, an antidepressant with an addiction medication. Tried that one. Belvic, pulled from the market. Qsimia, a lower version of Phentermine combined with Topamax. Then the rage became weight loss surgery, right? We went from these big bariatric surgeries of the Roux-en-Y gastric bypass down to a simpler procedure with less side effects called the gastric sleeve. I've had it. We did endoscopic sleeves, right? The GI doctors got on board and said we can do it less invasively. That was the phase up until a few years ago. And now we've got the weight loss shots. I just want you to consider that the evolution of what the medical industry has given us for weight loss has taught us a lot. In that we can see common trends and mistakes and there are trends specifically that we're seeing with the new shots themselves. So I wanna share with you first the three biggest mistakes. And the number one mistake that I see people making is they are literally buying into this as a tool with no long-term strategy. The number two mistake that I see people making is they're going on and off the shots. And the number three mistake that I see making is they aren't considering the long-term consequences. Isn't that true for diets, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think this is not exactly specific to shots, but I'm going to share with you specific considerations for shots. Because here's the thing, ladies, most of us buy into the next fad diet approach with no long-term strategy. Most of us spend time going on and off track, and most of us don't consider what that does for the consequences for our body. But what's interesting about these is that as a physician, I kind of hold things like shots and medications given to you by a prescriber to be, maybe I hold them at a higher level, right? If they need to be prescribed by someone, then people should be educated about them. I always said when I, I ran a weight loss clinic in my clinic for years, and I spent probably a little more time describing the side effects of weight loss medications than maybe even my other medications. And I would tell people that, you know why I said that? Because I said, this is an optional medication for you. It is to improve your long-term health, but it's optional. You have a choice here. Whereas with other medications you may not, well, you always have a choice, who are we kidding? Whether you take it or not, but you might have to have it. This is optional. Now I would venture to say that losing weight has as much health implications as any of those other medications for your long-term health, but doing it through medications is an optional tool. And how you approach that will ultimately determine your results. So let's look at the first mistake. Here's what I hear people say, I'm doing the shots. So that means I'm gonna be fat again afterwards. <laughs> I've literally had people say that to me. Oh, we're on the shots. Or you may have someone who says to you, oh, well, I'm just eating less. 
It was really funny to me when weight loss surgery became popular because I listened for people to say, oh, I just eat a lot of protein or I've cut back on, you know, and I was like, oh, that's a person who had weight loss surgery. They just don't want to say it. That was me for a few years, ladies, right? And so when you consider starting the shots, I want you to know a couple things. And this is true for all three of these mistakes. Here's the thing about these shots. This is one of the first medications that is approved and intended for long-term use. Here's what I mean by that. It's supposed to be a medication that you start and you stay on for life. Now we'll come to mistake number two when we talk about cost and all of that. But I think when you start a medication, especially one as strong as our new weight loss shots, you've got to consider your long-term strategy. And to do that, you have to know what happens with these shots, okay? So when we start these shots, what happens, ladies, is it goes in and it works in your GI system and it works on your brain, okay? So it goes down and it slows down the transit of food through your GI system so you stay full longer. It also works through some chemicals in our body to work on the reward centers of the brain to make you crave food less. So for a lot of people, it looks like I'm eating like I wanted to eat. I'm not so focused on food. I'm not hungry all the time. Those are all really good things. But here's the other side of it, the mistake that so many people are making. What do we do when we're not hungry all the time and not focused on food all the time? We start to just make the American diet our answer, but we just eat less of it. And by that, I mean, you start to eat just less pizza, or maybe you just eat a half of a muffin, or maybe you just grab a donut on the go and you don't think about it a lot more afterwards. So I'm gonna say something a little controversial here, but I want you to hear it because we've all seen these people now on social media who are getting a little bit creepy skinny. I've heard the quote, it's like the weight loss shot or Ozempic look, or it's going to be Monjaro, it's semaglutide, it's Wagovi, it's Ozempic, it's Monjaro, it's all of those names, ladies. I'm putting them all into this category for this episode. And they're looking a little scary skinny. And there's a few reasons for that because they're not actually fueling their body well, right? They're telling themselves, well, I'm less focused on food. I can just eat whatever on the fly. And they are likely starving their bodies. So when we consider that the shots are going to do that into your mind, ladies, you've got to have an eating plan on board to go with it. You've got to also say, let me take advantage of this time to get healthy, not just get skinny. Let me take advantage of this time to practice eating in the way that I always wanted to eat. Let me take advantage of this time to practice what I call energized eating, right? My specific tool for this is your energized eating plan. And it is a fabulous tool for these purposes because getting healthy is not getting skinny. And I think that's where we're seeing so much of this. When you look at these people who are so drawn and gaunt, we'll come to that in mistake number three a little bit more. But when you start or even consider starting a medication like this or your friend who started it, you might reach out to them and say, hey, I hope somebody told you or I hope you've considered that you're going to want food less and that's going to feel awesome and food's going to be less rewarding and that's going to be amazing. But you still have to fuel your body with food. And when you do that, what foods you choose will ultimately determine your long-term health results. So do it 
the way that gets you healthy in this process. Do it with an energized eating plan. I offer for all of you my free five-day challenge to create your own energized eating plan. Because in that space, what you choose, if you're picking pizza, donuts, and ice cream, which is what a lot of people are doing, but that's all you eat all day, you are missing. You are making one of the biggest mistakes to take advantage of these medications in a way that serves the creation of a healthy future for you. Because ladies, for us, weight loss means more about just getting skinny. Nobody wants to be scary skinny, right? And you don't wanna be unhealthy skinny. And what will happen with these medications that comes on board with this when you don't have a long-term strategy is you'll say what I hear say, said most frequently, which is this, my relationship with food has just changed. It's amazing. I'm not focused on it all the time. Great. Now, what are you choosing to eat? Now, how are you fueling your body? If your relationship with food has really changed, what are you eating to fuel it? How are you energizing it? Right? Think about that and think of the value of using these tools to your benefit. They are just a tool, ladies. I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of thoughts about what the long-term trajectory is going to be with these meds. We'll come back to that with the consequences. But in this space, you have an opportunity to become the healthiest version of you without so much of that pressure on your brain. Use it. If you're considering that or if you have a friend who's doing that, this is like one of my biggest PSAs right now. So please tell them, get healthy through this. Don't just get skinny. So the solution for step number one is to create an energized eating plan that works for you. Find proteins and veggies that you like. Make those the first focus. Many people before these shots came out called this the medication version of weight loss surgery. And it's not exactly, but it's very similar, okay? Here's why it's not exactly. They reverse when you go off of it right away. I think of it almost a little bit more like the balloon that we had for a while, because after six months you pulled it out and people were really nauseous for a long time. I think it's more like the balloon, which never really took off because you pulled it out and people were nauseous for a really long time. And the reason people are saying it's like weight loss surgery is because there's the understanding you'll be on it the rest of your life, right? But if you're on and off these shots, you're making a big mistake with these medications. So your solution is to create an eating plan that gets you healthy alongside it. Which brings me to mistake number two, which is going on and off these shots. Here's the thing, ladies. Let's get real here. They're expensive. Let's get real here. They're in limited supply. Let's get real here. It's not likely at this time realistic for most people that you can be on them now for the rest of your life. I actually played a ton with this with my groups because I love them, but also they're not consistent enough to be a great tool right now. They may be in the future, but for the majority of us, unless you're, you know, a celebrity or you're willing to spend likely over $1,000 a month just on a shot, that's $12,000 a year for the rest of your life until the prices come down, I want you to really consider starting them. Because what this does to our brains and our bodies has consequences. I know you think of it as just a short-term solution, but this isn't a fad diet. This is a medication that makes you less hungry and makes food less rewarding. That's amazing. When you stop it or go on and off of it, guess what happens? You get more hungry, your body tries to pull you back to that set point, and food becomes more rewarding again. And I'm gonna give you a little prediction here. 
and I'm guessing that I'm not the first one to say this, and I definitely won't be the last, the rebound off of these shots is likely going to be bigger than we've ever seen. Because we've never been able to really hit the reward centers and the fullness centers like this. So ladies, these shots average anywhere from 15 to 20% weight loss. That's very similar to weight loss surgery. By the way, my nine-month program with behavioral modifications also did that. It is just a tool. And if it's a tool that we are saying you need a long-term strategy and you can't even stay on it consistently in the short term, what is your strategy here? My guess is at least you may be willing to pay, and people are probably willing to pay for it to get them maybe to the goal weight, but there's not a strategy that I'll be on this the rest of our lives. And I think there's a lot to be said. I don't want to give a shame on the medical industry, but why are certain places selling it that are short-term weight loss programs? If we're saying this is a chronic medication to manage your obesity for the rest of your life, and you're going to a program like Weight Watchers, they're just selling you taking a medication for the rest of your life that you could be looking to your doctor for. And so when we go off, on and off these shots, it's partially our own fault. We're selling people stuff that we can't necessarily in the medical community deliver on. And it's just something to really consider. I'll tell you what I've seen in my own ladies and my program. What happens when you go on the shots is you lose weight quicker and it feels easier. As soon as you stop the shots, that weight loss is gonna stagnate for a bit and then the regain is gonna start. And if you're not really adequately managing your mind around food, if you don't have a long-term strategy in place, you're gonna end up significantly higher than when you started because you've got to have a long-term eating strategy in place that works for you. If it's a little less pizza because I'm full, when you're hungry again, it's just gonna be a little more pizza. But if you've developed energized eating plans around this and you've coached and worked in your brain, really worked in your brain to change this, to change your relationship with food while the medications take the pressure off, you may be able to come off those shots and not regain the weight. The shots aren't intended to do that, ladies. The shots are intended to be for long-term use. And so if you're making the mistake of going on and off them, you're really wreaking a lot of havoc on your body with hunger, with fullness, with food rewards, with all of the spaces that lead us to overeat on the back end of diets. And these medications work at a much higher level than we've seen. So I think a lot of these people who we see who are getting a little scary skinny, they're going to be a little scary heavy later, unless they develop a long-term strategy in the process. Which brings me to number three, which is they're not considering the consequences. So as I said from the very beginning, I think you should be well-informed on any weight loss tool you choose. Any tool you choose, you should be well-informed. I love coaching because there's really not any downside. I can tell you all the medications, historically the downsides, right? Fentamine, dry mouth, difficulty sleeping, might put your blood pressure up, doesn't work well for people with anxiety. Right? I, I mean, I wrote these, I know these medications well. And there's some expected side effects with these medications. I think that truly for a lot of people, these medications don't have a lot of side effects and that is amazing. Like that's why it is a great tool. But for some people, you're gonna stop eating. You may find you stop eating. You may find yourself so nauseous having constipation or diarrhea that you can't handle the medications. Those are common side effects. 
right? That's if you can expect it, right? And all the way back to having a strategy, if you're just eating pizza, you're gonna end up really constipated. If you have an energized eating plan in place, you're gonna put yourself at a much higher level for success from those side effects. But you can expect some level of this because that's how it works. We've seen reported studies of things like bowel obstructions, that's possible, pancreatitis, more possible, because these medications also work on the pancreas. And then there's things like obviously side injection reactions, things like that. All medications come with side effects, ladies. So in this episode, I just decided to be brutally honest and share with you all my thoughts about it. And I'm gonna tell you what I think is gonna be the biggest scare for this potentially in the future is gonna be pancreatic cancer. It hasn't shown, but I've heard it talked about by experts in my conferences. And having had a father-in-law who died of pancreatic cancer two years ago, I'm scared of it. So I just wanna throw that out there because it is potentially gonna be there. And I don't wanna be a fear monger. I don't believe in fear mongering, but I do believe you should know when you start a medication. And my biggest fear as an obesity medicine physician is that that pans out to be true because that's not something to mess with. Hopefully it doesn't. I don't think that it's a huge risk at this point. There are certain types of thyroid cancer. If you have certain forms of cancer in your family history, you shouldn't take it. But generally, you're going to know those things. I think where we miss the consequences is this. I want you all to know something. When you lose weight really quickly, you lose more skeletal muscle mass. So we have three types of muscle in our body. There's cardiac muscle, which is our heart. There's smooth muscle, which is like in our GI system and those places where it helps move food through. But the rest of it is skeletal muscle. And so skeletal muscle is what moves our bodies. It's what moves our skeletons. And all forms of weight loss generally cause a little bit of skeletal muscle mass loss. But the faster you lose, the more skeletal muscle mass you tend to lose. So things like weight loss surgery have higher risk of skeletal muscle mass loss. And so do our shots. And I think this is concerning for two purposes. One is that as a person who has had weight loss surgery, I know my skeletal muscle loss. I know it. My hands are not as strong as they used to be. I can't lift like I used to lift. There are little aches that happen that I know have to do with my surgery. I'm just not as strong as I was. And we assume that with surgery, right? It's pretty drastic and pretty fast. Like you don't eat for like a few weeks after surgery. The difference with that though is the stomach heals. You're eating just smaller portions. Whereas with this kind of medication, there's people who are out there who are barely eating at all and think that's a good thing. And you will be losing skeletal muscle mass with them. So if you don't consider the consequences in advance, and put things into your life like movement, regular movement, light weights, adding that in alongside these medications, you're going to lose more. And for the ladies that I help, I want you to hear this because this is especially important because as we age, we get a thing called sarcopenia. Sarcopenia means we get basically fatty infiltrate into our muscles and we are going to lose skeletal muscle mass and strength anyway in the aging process. So for my ladies who are in that like 40 to 60 range, you're already gonna be starting to come on that as you get older, closer to 60 to 80, and you're contributing massively to it if you're losing too much skeletal muscle mass ahead of that time. And one of the biggest life limiters on the back end 
I've been obsessed lately with the secrets of the blue zones. And he talks about how much people move in those areas and how strong they are in their skeletal muscle mass. They're not lifting weights. They're moving their bodies all day long. And so what happens? They have less fall risk. So they don't die as young from falls. So the idea of starving yourself and not adequately energizing and fueling your body because you're on these shots, because you don't understand the consequences, is a huge mistake for your future. I think if there's something to summarize this all together, it's these are a tool to help you lose weight. Creating the healthy version of you alongside it means not making the mistakes that most people are making. Listen, ladies, I think when you see the scary skinny people, they look that way because they're losing skeletal muscle and you can tell it. You can see how drawn they look. You can see how like kind of loose everything seems on them, right? Their jeans are loose, their skin is loose, they're just drawn looking. And I've always said when I look at my ladies, they don't get there. Because another consequence that I think a lot of these people are missing is they're getting too thin. They're going after skinny. They're not going after healthy. So the last question I think to consider in terms of consequences is, are you ready to sign up for a medication like this the rest of your life? And I think as an obesity medicine physician, that's something I think about a lot when I think of these new shots. Because to me, anything that could potentially increase the risk of pancreatitis and pancreatic cancer, I want people off of, not on the rest of their life. But if them coming off of it means they're going to automatically regain the weight, which is worse, the chicken or the egg? I think if you practice energized eating and don't make these mistakes going into it, you're well aware of what's coming. I think you can come off of them, but you're going to need a strategy in place to do that. And I would offer you the energized eating plan to start. We've got our lively lady club, which teaches you the mind management side of it. Don't rely on the meds to change your relationship with food. It's likely not. It's just making you less hungry and it's making you less food reward based. How you'll know you're there is if you're eating to energize your body, if you're moving your body, if you're adding in these things to combat the consequences, if you're willing to say, I'm in this for the long term, I'm not going on and off, no matter what the price. You may still somehow have some availability issues, but you need to sign up for this as a tool that you're planning to use. And I do really believe that through my Lively Lady Club, we will be able to have the process in place to help women come off of this and not regain the weight. But it is gonna take mind management. So what you might think in the short term is a shortcut to your goal weight. Just know you're never gonna shortcut that work. You'll never shortcut that work. It will always be available to you, but here's the beauty in it. It'll change your life. I hope you all share this with someone who needs to hear it. I've loved watching the obesity medicine realm in this. I've loved watching the evolution of these medications. I think they have a great place, but I think when you start anything, you've got to consider what your long-term strategy is. And when you do that, you can create healthy results right alongside it. The waitlist is started for my next five-day challenge. Listen, in five days, I'll teach you for free how to create your energized eating plan the plan you can and want to stick to in real life, especially if you're thinking about doing the shots. And that is the only way at this point to join the Lively Lady Club, which is where we teach you to be empowered, the authority of your plan. We really change your relationship with food in a way that you can and want to stick to. Today's the day, ladies. The links are in the show notes.
you loved today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.